welcome to the Service Industry Podcast. Here, you'll learn ways to grow and scale your business, marketing strategies, and a step-by-step plan from people who have done what you're trying to do. You deserve success and freedom of your time. Now, here's your host, Matt Smith. What is going on, guys? Matt here from the Service Industry Podcast. Hope you're doing well. Today is Friday, so happy Friday to all of you. Uh, If you are like me, I try my best not to work on the weekends, at least not come into the office and all that kind of stuff. Um, Now, in the beginning, I did. I worked like seven days a week, but I'm just grateful that uh, I'm at a place now where I don't have to. And so I like Fridays, man. Like I, I was telling Mitch the other day about the weekend, like Saturdays are fun. Sundays, I feel like are a waste. Like by Sunday, man, I'm just ready to go. You know what I mean? And so... You know, the weekends are cool to chill, but I'm not much of a chiller, so um, I don't know. I'm not the guy that that looks forward to Friday, that's for for darn sure. Um, I wanted to jump on here and say welcome. If you're a new listener and you own a home service company, this is the podcast for you. We are all about helping you grow a more systemized uh, home service company so you can make more money and have more freedom of your time. I almost said window cleaning company. <laughs> Been doing so much stuff with our, our exterior cleaning company here in Michigan. Um, it's just been wild. So gosh, I'm we've been so busy, right? Like I can legitly say right now that I have never been more busy with business in my entire life. Like everything that we are doing right now is thriving. Now, that is not me bragging because I am more than well aware that, you know, you are humbled multiple times in life. But in this very moment, uh, my company, The Dirt Hunter, we are absolutely destroying our April goal. Uh, Service industry marketer, uh, we are more than on track um, with our yearly goal uh, for revenue. And then the new company we just launched, Brave American, um, we got notified yesterday that we are in the top 12% of all Shopify stores that started the same time we did, Um, which is a big deal because there is a crap ton of Shopify uh, Shopify stores started every single day. And so that's really cool because that means that we're able to give back to veterans. Um, If you're curious what that is and you didn't hear the last podcast, go listen to it. Uh, I'm not going to bore everybody again, um, but if you would support that business, that would mean the world to us. That way we can give back to veterans um, and those who have fought for this country. If you are not new, welcome back. And we are at like, we're close to 70 reviews on iTunes. We had a goal to get to 100 reviews by May 1st. Now we got like three weeks. That is a long shot, but I'm sticking to it, man. I believe in you guys because we know how many of you guys listen to this podcast. And there's a ton of you that have not left a review yet. If you have not, do me a huge favor. If you find value in the show, in this podcast, go leave us a review. Um, and that way more people can find us. People can know exactly what this podcast is about and they can know that this is a legit podcast helping people all around the world. Okay. So today I wanted to talk about, uh, being a problem solver in business. Now, forgive me. I'm probably gonna be coughing a little bit today. I've got some like crazy allergies going on every spring. I'm like dying. So, um, being a problem solver in business. Now, I bring this up because uh, 
not only do I talk to a lot of home service business owners every single day, but I see what a lot of you guys are posting on Facebook, uh, on the forums, all that stuff, YouTube. And um, I want to set something straight, okay? As a business owner, okay, there are different stages. And the larger your business gets, the more you're going to have to delegate things that you used to do. For instance, let's say you're a carpet cleaner. In the very beginning, you're going to be the guy answering the phone. You're going to be the guy cleaning the carpet. You're going to be the guy giving the quotes, right? You're going to be the guy uh, doing the accounting, making sure the checks are getting cashed, uh, doing any follow-up phone calls, and you know all the kind of stuff that you have to do to run a business. In the beginning, you're doing everything. But the bigger that you get, you're going to begin to delegate those things, right? And I always, I always looked at it this way. I want to delegate the things in two ways. One, the things I don't really like to do, right? For me, that was, I knew I wanted to get off a truck as soon as possible. I did not want to be a technician. Uh, And two, I want to delegate the things I'm not good at, right? I'm willing to do the things I don't want to do, right? But I I really want to delegate the things that I'm not good at. So those are kind of my two criteria personally for myself. And whether that's right or wrong for you, I don't know. But for myself, I always want to delegate things I wasn't good at and things I didn't enjoy doing. And so for me, I wanted to get off a truck. I really enjoyed sales. I enjoyed marketing. I was good at that, right? And I wasn't, to be honest, that good of a technician. Like my attention to detail kind of sucks. I have uh, I have a, a short attention span. I, I'm just not that good at what we do, right? Like I'm not a good window cleaner. I can clean a window and, and the customer will be happy, but there's way better window cleaners out there than I am. But I'm really, really good at sales and marketing. And, you know, those window cleaners that are better at cleaning windows probably aren't better at sales and marketing. So I want to stay in my lane, right? And so the bigger you get, the more you're going to begin to delegate. And what you're going to find is when you start to delegate things, new problems arise. And I say this because I see a lot of people posting about this and specifically when it comes to employees. And I hate to break it to you, but when you delegate things, you're most likely going to have to hire an employee to take that role, right? And nobody is ever going to do it as good as you. And that's the one thing that holds people back from hiring and scaling and growing is that they are so focused on finding somebody that can do the job as good as them. But what they don't realize is that the chance of that happening is slim to none. And so this is where systems come into play. You guys hear me talk about systems all the time. When you have systems inside your business, right? You do that for one reason. You do it so you can your company runs smoothly, right? So you have an, an operation and everything is done a very specific way. That way it's running like a well-oiled machine. However, we're humans, man. Even us as owners, we screw up, right? I forget things. I don't do something right. Uh, you know, I, and here's the deal. You got to become a problem solver. And so I see the guys posting on the forums all the time. Employees suck. They, co- they can't clean carpets as good as me. Uh, you know, they didn't cut the grass the right way or, you know, they left a piece of equipment at this house or whatever the case is. And you got to begin to, to shift your mindset from they're screwing up and they caused this problem to this is my problem to solve. Okay. And you're like, well, Matt, that doesn't seem fair. Like, it doesn't seem fair that they're going out, and I told them what to do, but they didn't do it. And now that customer's mad and blah, like, that is not my fault. That's their fault. Well, you know, they may have caused the problem, but at the end of the day, 
You have two choices. You can sit there and be mad at your employee and blame your employee and whatever the case is, or you can recognize that, hey, that's not really going to get me anywhere anyway. And at the end of the day, this is my business. This is my problem. This is my fault, right? The homeowner doesn't care if it was you or the employee that screwed up, okay? And so I always talk about entrepreneurship in a very specific way, man. Everyone's like, what's it like being an entrepreneur? Well, it's like waking up and getting punched in the face 10 times a day, right? Why in the world would you do that? Because every now and then, you know, you get punched 10 times, but you win once or twice. And hopefully those one one or two wins outweighs the bad, right? Outweighs the times you got punched in the face. And a lot of times it doesn't, right? And that's just the, the honest truth. But you've got to realize that if you want to grow a big home service company, that you have to become a firefighter. You're going to be out putting out problems every single day, and it's just the way it is. And guess what? Everything is your fault, period. When you get in that mindset, right, you actually take a lot of pressure off yourself and your employees. Now, this is not me saying, you know, Hey, if one of your employees went and stole something out of somebody's house that they shouldn't be fired. Okay, that is not what I'm saying at all. But what I'm saying is it is your job to go out and fix every single problem as if it was you that did it. And you should be taking the responsibility for everything. Here's what happens when you are a company like that. My company got a review yesterday from a past client. Uh, I think we did some house washing for them uh, maybe two or three days ago. We've done windows for them every single year, window cleaning. They left a review and the lady said um, they were actually about 10 minutes late. Okay, so our crew was 10 minutes late. They were actually about 10 minutes late, but it's okay because they gave me a heads up phone call and I'm glad they did because I was actually sleeping and I slept through my alarm and I would have been asleep when they got here. I haven't went out and checked the work yet, but I'm confident that it, w it was done right because we've used them in the past and they've always done a great job. Here's what she said at the very end that was the most powerful. And I know if for some reason something isn't right, they will come back out to fix it. How do you grow and how do you get a reputation like that? where somebody leaves you a review, hasn't even checked your work, and knows even if it isn't up to their standards that you will 110% come back and fix the problem. You only get that reputation by going out, being a firefighter, and running towards problems rather than away from them, right? I got that review and man, it felt good because I'm like, it's working. Like people are beginning to realize like we are different. We're not perfect. I will even say this in some of the videos that we do. Like, hey guys, just so you know, like we are not a perfect company. We make mistakes. But we always will stand behind our work and we will always fix the mistakes that we make. That's all people want. People do not expect you to be perfect. They do expect you to come back out and fix whatever you screwed up. And I cannot tell you how many raving fans we have created from callbacks that we have went out and fixed same day or next day or whatever the case is, right? So many of you owner operators are scared to death to hire somebody because you've never had a callback in your life. And I don't want callbacks in my business. Callbacks are bad. I understand. Everyone wants the job done the right way the first time. 
But guess what? We have raving fans for our company who've called us back. Why? Because they know that we will come and do whatever we have to do to make sure the job is done right and to make sure that they are happy. I cannot stress this enough. There's only been, oh gosh, in our, our five or six years, maybe two customers that I've fired, okay? Everybody else, we fixed their problem. And those two people, we tried to fix their problem and sometimes you just can't make everybody happy. But I'll tell you what, I try darn hard to make 99.9% of people happy. You would be shocked how many callbacks we get. Now, we're doing a lot of jobs every single day, a lot, okay? I think I did the math. Uh, the month of November, uh, we were doing 40 to 50 jobs a day, okay, per day. Um, we probably get a week, five, 10 callbacks, right? You're like, geez, that's, that's kind of a lot, you know, like 5% or so. Um, yeah, but we go out and fix them all. And I can tell you what, guys, I can't even think of a time right now where we've got a callback, we went out and fixed it, and the person was unhappy. They were thrilled. Uh, Sheila, our office manager, she will do everything in her power to get somebody out there same day if they have a callback. If not, it's going to be the, the very first uh, appointment of the next day. And the customer can't believe it. Like, oh, whoa, whoa. Yeah, that's awesome. Don't worry about it. Like, come out when you can, right? Like, no, no, no. We want to fix it right now. Like, it's important to us. Like, it is the most important thing to us right now is that you're happy and that the problem gets solved. So I don't want to beat a dead horse here, but I'm saying as an entrepreneur, your job is to be a firefighter and you've got to be good at putting out fires, right? And that's that. And if you can't accept that, then you're going to be an owner operator forever. But I'm telling you, man, getting a callback is not necessarily a bad thing. Saving the day will create raving fans for your business. People do not expect you to be perfect every single time. Okay. They just expect you to be honest. They just want a good service. They just want good customer service. They want somebody they can trust. They want to know that if they call your phone after you leave, you're going to answer. That's it, man. And so, being an entrepreneur, man, you're getting punched in the face every single day, all day long. And you got to have the skin, the thick skin to freaking get through it. But I found for me that when I look at problems as more of an opportunity rather than a hindrance, it takes a lot of the stress out of it. Okay. And I want you guys to start to think like that. Like next time you get a callback, next time you get an angry customer, it's easy to get stressed out. It's easy to be like, oh gosh, like another one or I can't deal with this today. Instead, say, if I can do whatever I can do to, to fix their problem, they're going to love me. It'll completely change your mindset. And I promise you, I know from experience, guys, I'm not just talking about this. I'm living it. If you do this, you will create raving fans for your business and your business will thrive. This episode of the Service Industry Podcast has ended, but be sure to check out our other episodes. Please subscribe to the podcast if it has brought you any value. And as always, don't forget to rate and review the show. Does your home service business need help getting new customers? Matt's company, Service Industry Marketer, can help. Service Industry Marketer specializes in print marketing, Google AdWords management, and Facebook ad management. Visit serviceindustrymarketer.com for more information.
See you in the next episode.